This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to patent your invention? The chance is near. You've given it heart. Now get it in gear. It's Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. This is Richard Gearhart and Elizabeth Gearhart. Welcome to Passage to Profit on WOR 710, the voice of New York. At Passage to Profit, we're all about the creativity, energy, and excitement that comes from starting your own business. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Tonight we have Lara Nicola as our guest. Lara is the founder and president of Smart Sips Coffee, an exciting brand of unique gourmet coffee cups, decafs, lattes, cappuccinos, hot chocolates, and more. Lara created a niche in the coffee industry and has built a successful brand that thrives on innovation and customer-centric approach. She's a woman-owned certified business and a top 25 leading woman brand builder award winner. Lara will be explaining how her marketing techniques helped her successfully launch and grow her company, reaching multi-million dollars in sales in just a few years. Lara, tell us about your company. My company, Smart Sips Coffee, is a brand and we make unique, out-of-the-ordinary flavors. So flavored coffee, cappuccinos, lattes, you know, decafs. Some of our flavors include brown sugar bourbon, chocolate peanut butter, blueberry cinnamon crumble. I have about 50 to 60 different flavors and I come out with new ones uh, seasonally. Our niche is, you know, out of the ordinary. So we met Lara through our good friend Marcella Giancarelli. Marcella drove up to our parking lot one cold day and said, Elizabeth, do you want to run out and get some coffee pods from this woman I just met? They're really awesome. So <laughs> I ran out and got a box of these and brought them into the law firm and everybody tried them and And they loved were gone them. in a week, right? Yeah. So truly That's wonderful. fantastic flavors. The thing that Marcella told me about them, the first thing she said is, they taste just like dessert, but they don't have any calories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I wanted, you know, I personally don't like to drink my calories. I always say, except for maybe a little wine, but I don't like to drink my calories. So um, one of the things I push is you could drink your dessert without the calories, carbs, or sugar. So our coffees, uh, we have chocolate cherry cordial, all these amazing decadent flavors, but our coffees are two calories, no sugar, no carbs. And our, our lattes and cappuccinos and hot chocolates are low calorie. They're 70 calories and low sugar. In our house, I have two little ones. I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old. So they always see mommy drinking coffee and they know mommy's business is coffee. So we call hot chocolate kid coffee. So I didn't want to do anything with like a lot of sugar. I don't need them any more hyper than they are. That's great. And so these cups, they fit in a Keurig machine, right? So you just put them in, push the button, and voila, you have your beverage. Yeah, I do single-serve cups for all Keurig machines, but I also do ground coffee as well. Oh. Yeah, we launched that this past year. That's great. And so does that come in large tins or smaller packages? How do you... Yeah, we do that in in, um, 10-ounce bags. Okay. And then also, um, pretty recently, within about a year ago, uh, I launched a monthly subscription box called Perk Box, which I think that's what Marcella brought. Um, it's a I wanted to get into the gift space, the holiday space, and people, everyone knows coffee lovers, everybody. And But what do you get a coffee lover? Just a box of you know coffee. So I designed a really nice gift box, and people can give it as a gift and sign up you know to get it monthly. And, and each month, I put together 
I handpick, you know, seasonal flavors and or based on someone's profile, flavor profile. So yeah, and I think we had about four different flavors in ours. I can't remember what they are now because it was a while ago. We need to order some more. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they were all really good. And like you said, they're not your typical oh pumpkin spice latte. Everybody does that at, at Halloween, Thanksgiving. So are you doing any flavors for the holidays? Yeah, I do a pumpkin cognac. <gasps> yeah, Ooh. and I do a pumpkin spice cinnamon roll. So I don't want to just do pumpkin spice or pumpkin pie. So I just try to do a little spin, a little, little something different. Yeah, they're absolutely. I'm a, I'm a real coffee drinker. I mean, I work in a law firm, so we're all just like on coffee all day long. Cheers. And for sure, I like regular coffee in the morning, but in the afternoon after lunch. Having one of the flavored coffees just perks me up. It gets me going for the rest of my day. So thank you so much Aww. for bringing these into our lives. I'm so and glad you enjoyed it. And so. normally they're just normal vanilla or, you know, a little bit of nutmeg or something. But you really have just taken flavored coffees to a whole new level. You know what I want? Uh, you know, everyone drinks coffee and it becomes your routine or your means to get some caffeine and, and get that. So I wanted to put the excitement back into it. I want you to, I wake up excited every day because I don't know what I'm going to drink. Maybe it's the blueberry cinnamon or, I, you know, in the afternoon. It just, it, it adds a little excitement into something that is just a daily routine. Like, do you even taste the coffee when you drink it? Sometimes it's just what you do. So I want to put a little fun, a little excitement, switch it up. You know, for speaking of holidays, we do a cranberry biscotti. That is so, it's fall in a mug. It is literally fall in a mug. How did you get the idea? What made you decide to do this? When did you start this? About six years ago? Yeah. In April, it'll it'll be six years. I had a corporate career in marketing, but I come from an entrepreneurial family. My father is very entrepreneurial. And I always knew that I wanted to have my own business. But my dad said, make your mistakes somewhere else. So I did. I worked and I got all the experience. And after I had my son, I realized that was the time. Just take the plunge or just be miserable. I was seeing my son for, he was seven months old. I saw him for one hour a day. And that's just, wasn't okay for, for me and my, what I wanted. So yeah, I had worked for many years at the Star Ledger. I was in recruitment advertising. And then I became an, their SEO, SEM specialist. And then I worked as a VP at an ad agency. And I've done marketing for hundreds of companies, digital, alt print, uh, Recruitment advertising is actually really interesting because you have to communicate the, the way. You, it's just a really interesting form. When I decided to start my own company, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just wanted my company. So I sat down and wrote down what I wanted. I knew that I wanted um, an e-commerce based company. So and I probably forgot to mention that you can't walk into Smart Sips Coffee and order a cup of coffee. We're e-commerce. We're you know sold at Walmart.com, Amazon, my site, SmartSipsCoffee.com. We ship nationally. I wanted an e-commerce company. That's how I shop, and that's the way you know the world is going. Having said that, I need something that's easy to ship. Um, so that's like lightweight, nothing you know, not weights or anything like that. And coming from a marketing background, if I'm going to work so hard to get customers, I want them to be a repeat customer. And then this came along after, but I really, I, you know, I'm entrepreneurial, I'm creative. I wanted something that I could, you know, I don't want to sell what this guy and this guy sell. So I wanted to put my own creative spin on it. So that's really, you know, fascinating because so many people come to us, they've started businesses on different premises, different starting points. So some people start with the idea and then they build a business around the idea. You actually defined an ideal business for you and then you found a product and a niche that would satisfy all of your own personal needs. Yeah. And where I started isn't where I am now. 
So once I did that and I, I looked at all my resources and I, I knew a roaster, I knew someone who had a fulfillment company, right? Because I started out of my kitchen. So um, I had someone roast and then someone stored and, and drop ship it. But I started doing regular flavors and I, I couldn't compete. I can't compete with Green Mountain or those big guys who produce so many and, and can sell it really inexpensive. So then I was like, okay, uh, this isn't working. So change it. And I'm, I'm like, well, what if I'm in the coffee space, but what if I sell chocolate peanut butter or bananas foster or, you know, pecan whiskey? And so I'm in the space, but if you want this flavor, you have to come to me. So that started working. And then once you hit your niche, I went for it. But I always knew I didn't want just a product. I want a brand. Mm. I wanted to build. I see the forest through the trees. And it wasn't just one flavor. I wanted the feel. I want people to want to do business with my company because we're bringing something to the table and they, they like the company. So your product is in a very competitive market. You said that you've got Green Mountain. Just about every coffee manufacturer now is making these Keurig-type cups. So marketing must have played a really crucial role in getting noticed and, and getting your sales going. So what are some of the things that you did in order to get your brand noticed? I credit having a marketing background with being able to grow my company to where it is now because people paid thousands of dollars for me, like thousands. And I was my Obviously own, worth every penny. So. <laughs> right. And, and I was my own ad agency. I, I always said I was like that one man band. I was playing the cymbals with my hands and, you know, the drums on my back. And so marketing is everything. It's targeting your exact customer and getting the right so message. So who is it, your exact customer? My exact customer is not a Starbucks drinker. Starbucks, that is brand loyalty. My person uh, likes flavored coffee. You've had phenomenal success. You've been in the business now, how long? A couple of years? Yeah, almost six years. And fantastic sales. Yeah. So congratulations on that. So what are your sales right now? Um, we are close to $2 million a year, and we're rapidly growing and wow. Yeah. And I'm very lucky that uh, two years ago, my husband was able to join my company. Awesome. Yay. We'll be right back. You're listening to Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gerhardt on WOR 710, the voice of New York. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gerhardt Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs, ideas, and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed, and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit GearHeartLaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. Tonight we have Lara Nicola as our guest. We're going to have a few more minutes here with Lara, and then we're going to go into our pitch presentations. We have three entrepreneurs to pitch their companies this week. And after the pitches, you, our listeners, can go to the Passage to Profit page at GearheartLaw.com and vote for your favorite pitch. That's GearheartLaw, G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can vote for a week, but you only get to vote once. 
So get all your friends, all your social networks, everybody you know to vote. And just remember the name of the show by imagining yourself walking down a passageway with a huge pot of gold at the end. Passage to Profit. And may your passage be short and your profit be huge. And if you want to be on the show, listeners, come to a Passage to Profit meetup in New York and pitch your idea to us. Go to the meetup website. You'll find Passage to Profit pitch auditions and sign up. It's that simple. It's free to be on the show. All we ask is that you promote the show on your social media. So now let's get back to our discussion with Lara. Lara, during the break, you were talking about all the moving parts that go into starting and growing a successful business. One thing that you think may be overlooked by a lot of people, but you feel is crucial, is the brand. So can you tell us how you built your brand? I think that a brand is more than the products. A brand is the feeling, the colors, the sum of all the parts. So if you know your brand, and I've based my brand on fun, exciting, authentic, that's really important to me, customer-centric, it's really important, know your audience and target, start at the bullseye. And people are quick to say, uh, oh, this is not working, Facebook doesn't work, or, or you know, Amazon advertising, this doesn't work. I always say, okay, first, before you say it doesn't work, let me see it. You know, is there a call to action? Some people, if, if you don't tell someone what to do, why don't expect them to know what to do? Tell them to, you know, click here, learn more, contact us for more information. The call to action is so important. And if it's not working, take a look at the message. Take a look at the targeting audience. Start at the bullseye, exactly, with all the data that's available to marketers. You can start there and then really look at things. Can we talk for just a couple minutes about how you sell on Amazon? Because I know a lot of people are putting their products on Amazon. And before this show, we were talking about things and I learned things I'd never heard before. Yeah. Amazon is a beast, but it's amazing and it's so interesting. And when I started my company, I knew nothing about Amazon. So I looked at what competitors did and I, I read a lot about it. But to do well on Amazon, anyone could sell on Amazon, but to do well is totally different. It's a lot of SEO, the Amazon search engine optimization and SEM. Um, there's advertising that you can do on Amazon and it's pay-per-click. So same thing, know your audience. It's different though because you can't control the message. You promote your listing, so the organics is in the listing. So when you're writing your listing, you have to optimize it there. And then mixed with when you do the pay-per-click, it's knowing the right keywords, knowing if it's not working to kind of change, maybe go from broad to phrase or to exact match. There's so much to it, and it's so interesting. So did you start with a marketing strategy for marketing the product on Amazon? Were there things that you had to take into consideration? And did you kind of set it up before you launched on Amazon? This is another bit of marketing advice that I always tell people. Try new things, but be fluid. I go in there about two times a, a week and change things all the time. I'm constantly. Um, certain you know keywords aren't working for certain flavors. So I'm very fluid with my marketing, and I tell everyone to do that too. So your strategy is to keep trying new things and keep looking for the things that work a little bit better than the things that worked before, and over time, your strategy sort of defines itself, right? And it changes because there's new platforms. And here's one of the things I love. I used to, when I was in marketing, you know, I'd have to do what the client wanted. I couldn't say, hey, I know you're paying me, but uh, Pinterest just started letting you do video. I'd love to try it. I don't know if it's going to work, but I'd like to try it. But for me... I can try anything. And that's where I have a more diverse background where some people just focus, they're just social media experts or some just do SEM. 
I do everything because it's fun. I like to figure it out and I don't have to worry about anyone getting mad. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Maybe I could, you know, suggest it to somebody else to use. Um, so I think it's so fun trying new things. And all these platforms, every time you go in, they're launching a new feature. Amazon just launched a new feature where instead of just keywords, you can target behavior or some other things, you know, people who have purchased this product. So it's changing all the time. So you spend time staying on top of the current trends in digital marketing. That is a lot of what I do. Yeah, you have to, or else you'll be left in the dark. We do Google advertising. It sounds very similar to Amazon advertising. I know that they send you like, you might like this product. I shop on Amazon all the time. You might like this product. So I assumed people were somehow paying for that. No, No, that's organic. But there's so much behind that. So they're suggesting that maybe because it was relevant, but they wouldn't suggest a bad product. So there's so much that goes into it. Amazon doesn't want a lot of clicks to your listing and no one buys. That's a red flag for them. So products that convert really well. We have very high converting products. We're proud of that. We have great description, great video. I just put a new video up. We have great images. You have to have authority with Amazon. Same with Google. You know, Google doesn't show your ads if, you know, they think you're you're scamming. Also, another piece of advice I'd love to give people is email marketing. I think that's something that everyone should be doing. I use something called Privy. I people, you know, sign up to receive my newsletters. And it's amazing to have people sign up who want to hear from you. That's really powerful. Yes, I had read years ago, um, started reading a marketing book, that your email list is one of your most valuable assets in a business. And the way to build your email list is not to buy lists from people necessarily, because people figure that out. But to have, like you said, a subscription where people can give you their email willingly, or you go to an event and say, can I put you on my mailing list? And then grow your list as big as you can and then send out relevant emails that will catch their attention. And I have one more bit of advice that it was really important for me. There's something called Spark Adobe. And people who can't afford, you know, graphic designers or when we're entrepreneurs, we're, we're trying to be as lean as possible. Spark Adobe allows you to create your own social images, flyers. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing and simple. They have the most beautiful templates and you just pop in your picture or pop in your text and set the size. It is incredible. Andrew, did you get that? <laughs> He's our social media <laughs> He's our social media is with us today. So, yeah. Lara, can you tell people where they can find you? You can find us at smartsipscoffee.com. We're also available on Amazon and walmart.com. And we'll be right back with our pitch contestants. You're listening to Passage to Profit, WOR 710, the voice of New York. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearheartLaw.com. At Gearheart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. Now we're to the pitch part of our show, and each contestant will have a total of eight minutes to make their pitch. 
The first two minutes, they fly solo, and so for that time, describe their project and put it in the best possible light. The remaining time is for the Inquisition, where they'll be challenged by Richard, Elizabeth, and Laura to describe their project in greater detail and convince the audience their project is the best. At the end of the program, our listeners will be directed to the Passage to Profit page on the Gearheart Law website, where our listeners can vote for the pitch they like the best. Our first pitch is by Lisa Jadis. With Young Living Essential Oils and other products, you have two minutes. We're so in tune to things that we're putting in our body. And what I've really come to realize is that we need to pay attention to our environment as well. By the time a woman leaves a house in the morning, they say we're bombarded with about 180 toxins. Well, who knew? I didn't know. So what I love about Young Living Essential Oils is the fact that we're not only oils. We're really about over 600 chemical-free products. And in my world, I get to make people aware that we're out there and have people be healthy on different levels because it's not only about our physical health, it's about our mental health and our financial health. And what I've come to really come across all the time is that people don't know where to start. It's so overwhelming and we see documentaries like Stink and and things like that and it's scary. So what do you do? So what I love to do is to educate people to let them know and raise awareness of products that are out there And it's a perfect place to start because you start at the beginning. If you take one step towards health, it's going to make a big difference in your life. It's a cumulative effect. Nobody expects anybody to wipe out everything in their house. But if we start with one thing per day, we make decisions for our family and we need that knowledge. You know, it's holiday time and it's supposed to be a happy time. But for a lot of people, I know a cardiologist, guess what? It's his busiest time of year. Why? People are stressed. So they're not going in with happy hearts. They're going in with stress and and different issues that are coming from that. So there are a lot of environmental factors and there are a lot of other kind of factors that really have to do with our total well-being. And in what I do, we're, I'm part of the Bliss Movement. It kind of sounds exciting. It's an acronym for Business, Lifestyle, Inspiration, Service, and Spirit. And when all of those are in balance, because everybody's looking for balance, we're happy. And that's what we're going for is happiness. And what's your website? My website is myyl.com forward slash Lisa Jadis. And Jadis is spelled J-A-D-I-S. Great. So I started with the oils. And one thing I found with these oils is that you can get aromas that I have not seen anywhere else. My favorite is the nutmeg. It smells just like nutmeg, and I love putting it in my diffuser. I put a little bit on the vent, the heater vent, just to have that aroma through the house. You know, it's really interesting because everywhere you go now, it's like essential oils are a buzzword. So even in the name, Young Living Essential Oils, well, guess what? We're so much more than essential oils. But it's almost buyer beware because just because something calls itself an essential oil doesn't mean it's pure. And you want to make sure that you have the purity. And Young Living is actually the only company, um, essential oil company, I should say, that owns its own farms. They own eight farms and they have 11 partner farms. And they have a commitment to seal, which means from the time that seed is planted to harvested to distilled and those things are put in the bottle, 
Young Living oversees everything and they're really stringent rules, regulations or, you know, farming practices is really the way to say it. And that is really important. Purity matters. What are some of the most popular products? At the core of everything are the essential oils, which is why it's in the name. So the essential oils are very big. However, one of the most popular is our Thieves Cleaning products. And that's interesting because it's harmful chemical free. And Elizabeth's taught me that very well. And it's very true. You know, it's free of all harmful chemicals. And, you know, think about all the things. If, if you have children or if you have pets walking around the floor and you're using those products that have chemicals, well, what happens with the dog? It goes through the bottom of the paws. Or babies, you know, they're crawling and then their hands go in their mouth. Well, whatever chemicals you're using on the floor, they're getting in their mouth. So we really have to start paying attention to that. It's important. So definitely the cleaning products and definitely the oils. So Elisa brought in some thieves. Uh, what is this? Hand, hand purifier. Hand purifier. So I just put some on and I rubbed my hands in it. And it just fills the whole studio right. with this fantastic aroma. And I feel better knowing that my hands are clean because, after all, we are in, in the radio station. We don't know who else has been touching the microphones and the surfaces here. So right. You uh, took the train and the subway. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about the microphones. So, yeah. in general, uh, iHeartRadio is a very clean facility, but you never know. There's been a lot of germs in the area lately. So, I, I, I think this is just uh, absolutely awesome. Is this one of your more popular products? Or? Yes. So our Thieves um, oil blend that it's actually an interesting story that I'll tell really fast. It goes back to the bubonic plague Uh-oh. where there are a group of Will this bandits. stop the bubon- bubonic no. plague? No? Okay. Well then. <laughs> Nothing cures. Oh, so okay. I'm very careful to say that. But what it will do is all of Young Living products, they'll actually boost your body and enhance your body so that it heals itself. It's an amazing being. But back in the bubonic plague, a group of bandits were going around stealing from all the people that were ill or dying from the plague. And they weren't dying. It was almost like the old Western movies. They Mm. had a bandana. character. (laughs) And when they got caught, because bad guy always gets caught, the magistrate asked them and offered them leniency if they would tell them, how are you not getting sick or dying when you're coming in contact with these ill people? And it turns out that there was a blend of herbs like rosemary and clove, and that was documented. And the founder of Young Living, Gary Young, read about that and created the Thieves Blend, which so many people have asked, like, what a weird name for an oil. But it really pays tribute to back when it was. So it's in our cleaning products and also hand purifiers. We have mouthwash and anything to really help support your immune system. What a great story. And uh, do you have any other stories of uh, related to the plague in your products? Or? No bubon- No other bubonics. <laughs> um, it just really helps boost your immune system. So um, I am the mom of two little kids. What do you recommend for keeping them healthy? Well, definitely thieves. And interestingly, the bottom of your feet is one of the best places to put it. So you think children are going to school. Um, You could put some thieves on their feet, the oil, every day before they go and put on their shoes and socks. But what I love about Young Living is it's a lifestyle. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I have to ask you you about this because I I, I get the hands and exposed areas, but on your feet, why would that be important? Okay, so think reflexology. It's very interesting. There There are different areas on your feet that are associated with different organs in your body. And the bottom of your feet is the fastest transport into your bloodstream. So 
the bottom of your feet is a really great place to put essential oils and something like thieves that boost your immune system would be brilliant to put on your children. The other thing is what I was starting to say is Young Living is a lifestyle brand and it's for the family. And we actually have oils for children and diffusers for children because how great to get them started at a young age with oils versus let me take that pill or let me take that medicine and maybe mm. I, I have a boo-boo and I could have owies from Young Living right. and get them in on the natural kind of products. Tell us a little bit about your marketing plan. We have Laura here who is a marketing expert, but maybe tell us a little bit about your plan to get this out and known in the world. Okay, so it's interesting. The beauty part of my business is that Young Living does all my shipping and the work that Laura spent so much time and did, you know, a lot of the hard grudge work with. But I'm an independent business owner. So I like to, and and that's an understatement, I am passionate about meeting with groups of people. And I've spoken with several women's groups Because, again, you don't know what you don't know. So I do a lot of speaking. We have different fun events where we invite people to come and learn about the oils and almost demystify oils and learn about the products and the opportunity. I am looking at really getting more savvy, which is not going to be hard because I'm not savvy at all, Laura. So you can (laughs) help me with that. With Instagram, I don't use my Facebook. I don't have a business page for Facebook, but... Like you said before, social media is key, and it's almost a full-time job by itself. So that's something that I'm really paying attention to now, and I need to learn. I'd like to come back to one thing that you said that you didn't really play it much, is the purity, the fact that they're raised on farms in the U.S., they have strict standards, because honestly, even everything you smell goes into your body. Like it's going into your nose and hitting receptors in your nose. Everything you put on your skin goes into your body. So that I think that's kind of what you're talking about with all the environmental stuff. So these products are not going to affect somebody the same way, say, as phthalates on the carpet because it Oof, was... No, thank you for bringing that back because the seed to seal commitment, Young Living really takes very seriously. And people, I can't even impress it enough purity matters, you know, and attached to it also is if you're going into one of these discount stores and you will see essential oils everywhere you go now, even Bed Bath & Beyond has it. But once you buy that oil, who's going to guide you? How do you know how to use them? What if you have a question? You can't go and ask someone when I share it with somebody, I'm there and I trust me, I get a lot of questions and it's my pleasure to answer the questions. And one thing that makes me so proud is the purity. You know, and the integrity behind this company and transparency. Education is key. People need to be aware. We have to make our own decisions. What is your website again? My website is www.myyl.com forward slash Lisa Jadis, J-A-D-I-S. Wonderful. You're listening to Passage to Profit on WOR 710, the voice of New York. Hi, I'm Lisa Askley, the inventress founder, CEO, and president of Inventing A to Z. I've been inventing products for over 38 years, hundreds of products later and dozens of patents. I help people develop products and put them on the market from concept to fruition. I bring them to some of the top shopping networks in the world, QVC, HSN, Evine Live, and retail stores. Have you ever said to yourself, someone should invent that thing? Well, I say, why not make it you? If you want to know how to develop a product from concept to fruition the right way, 
contact me, Lisa Askeles, the inventress. Go to inventingatoz.com, inventingatoz.com. Email me, lisa at inventingatoz.com. Treat yourself to a day chock full of networking, education, music, shopping, and fun. Go to my website, inventingatoz.com. Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. We're on to our second pitch for the evening. And with us is Giles Meredith Jones with a company called Brilliant Buds. You have two minutes. Go. Brilliant Buds is a, a concept that I've come up with, which is that I really believe that there should be an intersection between fashion and technology. In other words, you're wearing your earbuds. You're not just sort of putting them back into your pocket where you can lose them or uh, putting them into their charger where they're inaccessible. You actually have contact with them. It's a little tricky to be able to explain on the radio, but um, I'll try and explain. So in other words, you have a, um, a button pin, which you can pin anywhere on your body. It could be on your shirt. Um, I've patented the space under the collar of the shirt. It could be on the lapel of a jacket or you know, into your jeans uh, um, pocket. And th- from there, you, you've basically got a dock that you've created. Um, and therefore, you can place your earbuds in their dock and you know where they are. So when you get a call, you want to take music or listen to music, then you have access to your earbuds immediately. And uh, it's basically held in place with a very strong neodymium magnet. And you then basically got accessibility to your earbuds. That's great. So the basic idea is that you pin the earbud anywhere uh, on your clothing, and then you can remove it quickly whenever you want to use it. And it's, it's available. You don't have to go fishing around in your pockets. You don't know whether it's in your left pant pocket or your right jacket pocket, which is like, because I never put my earbuds away in the same place mm-hmm. twice, right? So I never know where they are. But this way, you know where they are and you can grab them really quickly, right? Exactly. Yeah. When you go to my website, you'll see uh, many images. Uh, my website is uh, www.brilliantbuds.co. Uh, and it basically, you'll see that um, that you, you've got that accessibility. But the main thing is that it's both compatible with uh, AirPods and also with uh, my own device, which is uh, called 008. I kind of got a bit James Bond on it. 008. <laughs> 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 so I guess that's one step above 007. Yeah, is that well, right? You know, you know, think... Does it shoot little rockets out of your lapels? You know? <laughs> I think 007 might have been a bit of a legal issue. So you'll know about that, Richard. <laughs> so speaking of legal issues, I, I, you said something interesting that you patented the space under the empty space under a lapel. So tell us about that. So, I mean, with all entrepreneurs, the uh, intellectual property is the most important thing. It's like being able to make sure that you own that product, uh, the utility of that product. So this is not the design that we're patenting. We're patenting the utility. And that means that what I basically I have patented is the connection of earbuds to the clothing. And that can be under the collar. It can be like under the lapel, like I said. In designing the product, were there specific hurdles that you had to overcome? Yeah, I mean, I I had many rewrites on having to find a dock that really works. Um, To begin with, I tried um, various different techniques, uh, Velcro and so on, which really completely didn't work. And then like coming down to a magnetic means of being able to connect an earbud, as you can imagine, it has to be magnetic. But uh, an earbud also has a speaker in it, a driver, which is a magnetic, uh, like a magnet element. So it works very effectively. Um, and you know, many people ask me, is it going to fall off? Like, you know, when I'm uh, active doing sports or so on, is it going to fall off? It's a very strong connection. Um, and you'll see actually on the videos on the web page that it's a very strong, solid connection. But I guess you don't want to wear it if you're getting an MRI. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> your earbuds are wireless, right? So, That's right. So, so you just have this little bud that's sticking there. How big are they? Um, they're basically the size of a, uh, well, it's basically, a, 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 the 008 is like a, a cylinder, and it's about um, half, uh, three quarters of an inch long. Um, the AirPods, as you know, um, it can be a, a, attracted to AirPods as well. So what is your marketing strategy then to uh, get this out there and known? Yeah, that's the crucial thing. And I'm learning a lot today, actually, to be able to think more about how to be able to get it out there. I've done a Kickstarter campaign and I'm really been learning today about uh, how to be able to reach people and to be able to um, get the public to be able to find the product. Who have you been targeting? Because this sounds like it would be great for athletes and you know people when they work out, as well as commuters. To begin with, I'd really targeted the kind of office worker, you know, shirt and jacket and so on. But it actually, the more I think about it, the more important it is to be able to open it up to athletes. Uh, you're in the gym and like you know you want to have a chat to somebody, then where are you going to put that AirPod? Because uh, you lose an Air uh, an AirPod, and that's an expensive thing to replace. I'm now actually targeting it much more towards um, the sort of athleisure market as well. So you're wearing one now. That's right. So you have what looks like a pretty little button, well, handsome button, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Handsome button on your lapel of your suit. But on the back side of that... As you flip over the lapel, then you have the magnet, the the, um, cylinder magnet, and then you have the earphone, the the earpod, which uh, you can be pulled off from that uh, magnet and then inserted into the ear. Actually, it's interesting about the the branding. Uh, you know, we've been talking a lot about branding today, but how to be able to first of all, Brilliant Buds has a very unique looking uh, logo, uh, but then also the capability to be able to use that in other professions too. The corporate market, you could actually use somebody's branded, um, you know, the corporate uh, image can be put on the front of that, and there's a whole raft of different areas that can open up to um, first responders, military, anybody using their hands, builders, hotels, police, a whole range of different people that um, this product can be opened up to. So it's very much about the connection of the brand. I can't resist as we're talking about branding and sort of personal electronic gear. It makes me think of one of our clients, Lumi, that they had a lighted cell phone case uh, that you used for taking uh, selfies and Mm -hmm. they got Kim Kardashian, they paid her $10,000 to do a single tweet, and overnight their brand just went bonkers. And within a couple of years, they were in Apple stores and Verizon. So it seems to me like celebrity marketing was a strategy that you might want to think about uh, for your product. I I can think of a lot of, you know, musicians, athletes, it would just be the perfect match. Absolutely. I like the corporate aspect because, you know, we gave away little flash drives for a while. We gave away this. We gave away that. But if somebody brands the outside of the button and you wear that because you really like the product, then that company gets free advertising all over the place. That's right. And, um, you know, in a hotel, for example, then uh, the staff in a hotel certainly shouldn't be talking on their phones. But if they actually have their earbuds there so that they're accessible, you know, a manager can then reach them, then you've got the perfect combination of brand with uh, utility as well. So you have a particular set of earbuds that you can sell along with the docking. Yeah, this two separate elements. So actually, just this last weekend, um, I'd come up with the idea of the docking applied to other products like um, AirPods. I mean, Apple have been have done a wonderful job in being able to create a very popular type of ear. I don't particularly like the design of it. I think it looks like you've got a Q-tip in your ear, but it's a very, <laughs> it's a great um, product, which is really reaching out there. And so actually opening up the 
product that we sell and will be on a Indiegogo or Kickstarter in January combined with um, products which are already out there and available. So we'll sell the docking system and also the AirPod. How much uh, are you selling them for? I've really looked at what else is out there. I mean, AirPods are selling at uh, 158 and uh, this would sell at 148 Actually, when we do a Kickstarter campaign, then they'll be selling at $89. So it's a tremendous discount to be able to really uh, encourage people to be able to uh, try a new product. Giles Meredith Jones, Brilliant Buds. So Giles, where can we find you? So I can be found uh, on the web at uh, brilliantbuds.co. Uh, so that's brilliantbuds, one word, dot co. You're listening to Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. We'll be right back on Passage to Profit, WOR, the voice of New York. There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearhart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common. They start with a solid foundation first. Gearhart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed, and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit gearheartlaw.com to get Together, we can change the world. Visit G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. We are to our third and final pitch. This is also a very good pitch by Nova Phoenix. You have two minutes. Welcome, Nova. Oh, what is going on, uh, everyone? Thank you for having me. Uh, again, yes, my name is Nova Phoenix, and my site is lightblood.com. It is a platform that encourages people to seek out and fulfill their passions through the dollar power philosophy. The dollar power philosophy. It encourages every member within the Lifer Network to donate a minimum of $1 per month to a member of their liking, whether they're a chef, a ballet dancer, an inventor, or supporting a cause in order to fulfill their passions within the space that we have. That is wonderful. I, You know, we've talked many times on this show about putting positive energy out into the world and people helping other people. And what's a buck? I mean, you can't even get a cup of coffee <laughs> for a buck anymore, right? right, right. And, and so if you have 10,000 people on the site and somebody wants to start, say, and some sort of new company, and they just ask everybody for a dollar. Maybe some people will give five, but if they only gave a dollar, they've got $10,000 to at least get started, right? Right. I, I think the key thing here, um, what we have to focus on is, I kind of dealt with that um, along my journey of being an entrepreneur. I started out as an artist, and then I went into videography and you know, del- delved into documentaries, and now I'm at this point, but the, the reoccurring issue that I always had was finance, money. How do I go to the next step with money? Whether it's $5,000, $8,000, that was the continuing problem that we have, and everyone here was beautiful in um, pitching their product or their service, 
But one key thing was, I don't know your journey. I don't know how you got to this point. You probably had a lot of financial issues that you're like, man, how am I going to pay for this? I got the patent. And I was funny. I was looking up patents. It's not cheap. Patents are any range anywhere from 10000 to almost $100,000. Oh, but we're so, cheaper than that. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, please. We're, we're yeah, to closer us. to the bottom figure than the top figure. Yeah. Unless you want to spend $100,000. I'm sure we could help you. But that's not the normal fee. If you got if you have to pay a hundred thousand, and if you want to spend a million dollars, we can help uh, you do that. The gearheads have a discounted but, price. But no, you're right. Patents are very expensive, and they take a long time to get. And you have to be very serious if you're going to go that route because right. it's a lot of work. Right. And the thing is, you know, I you you have to pay for it. So Lightblood comes in where you set up your profile. Um, we have Stripe as our payment processing engine. And as you set up your profile, you go to Stripe. It bounces you over there. You put in your credit card information. Now you're set up. You put your pictures up and everything of that sort. And then you start, as you go about your life, you can upload pictures. No different from any of the social media site and videos and all that nature. People are connecting with you. And one key thing that we have to realize, people don't connect with the product. People don't necessarily connect with the service. What they're connecting with is the individual and the message that they're giving through the brand and how they're solving the issue that they're having currently, like the pods, like uh, your your um, uh, the, essential, oils. The, the essential oils. These are things that people want to. OK, how do I you know, how do I get this? That's who people want to connect with. So when they see your journey and you're going through from idea to, say, exit, if you get to that point. All right. And you're getting your series, whatever, for funding. They want to connect with you. And they, when they say, wow, I remembered when he, two years ago when he started and it was a little product and now they're doing their thing. And it's, it's getting to the point where when they get to that level of, hey, listen, I need, you know, if you just give me a dollar, you know, I, I'm, I'm doing my event. I, I, my product is going to the prototype phase. You know, could you just share with me? And if you have 10,000 friends each giving you a dollar or two dollars or four dollars, five dollars, that is is great, especially in this global economy that we're in right now. So that's key. My failure is going to venture capitalists and going to angel investors. Okay. Going there, I had the long list of people. Okay. I'm going to call people. This is a fantastic idea. People connect. Oh, great. That's, it's cool. But then over the time, as I went down that list of 30, 40 investors, it was like, oh, okay, we'll call you back. Okay. We'll get yeah. back to you. And I'm like, huh. and I got discouraged. And then I, I, it's funny, I was speaking to one investor online on social media. His name was Rashawn Williams. I was like, a thousand people are going towards one door. How do we open up the door where everyone can have access, and that's the key issue, access to funds and finance in order for them to live their passions? That's why people get discouraged. That's why people get depressed. That's why people say, you know what, I'm just going to give up. Mm. We have to figure out how to solve that issue in life, but it's... So unlike Kickstarter or other funding sites, there really isn't an expectation that anything other than maybe good karma is going to come back to them. Right. And I'm just wondering, are the donations made anonymously or does the person receiving the donations know who these people are? And so that there's a way that the community can be strengthened right. through some sort of gesture of gratitude or something like that. I was showing how you set up your profile, but everyone can join Lifeblood. 
All right. It's open. It's not anonymous. People know who you are. You're connected with your people one on one. So all the while, when you're sharing yourself, people are connecting. You're sharing and they're sharing themselves with you because, you know, I could be a chef and you're in the patent business. And you know what? I want to know about the patent business. So we have um, a mutual understanding of our entrepreneurship. So then people will give donate the dollar to you and then two dollars. So something unlike uh, Kickstarter or Indiegogo is a one time thing. So right. if I make a, mm-hmm. a, a you know a great peanut butter and jelly sandwich and I want to sell the world, you know you got thirty days to give me fifteen thousand dollars and then you know I'm and giving it to you on good faith. Right. But here is you're continuously connected with people for a lifetime, mm-hmm. and then you know where your money is going as opposed to just giving five dollars. Okay, hopefully they come out with that the greatest peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But in this case, people are constantly connected to you from idea all the way to the point where you now Mark Zuckerberg. That, that would point. be awesome. <laughs> I'm sure he has my Can email, by it? the way. <laughs> right? so, he may not know who I am, but it's in that database someplace. So. <laughs> yeah, it is. He knows who everybody is. <laughs> so something else that I love about this is besides just everyone donating a dollar, it feels like, you know, a thousand dollars. It's a thousand people supporting you. I know that us as, you know, entrepreneurs, we've all felt all these people think we can't do it or sometimes we feel alone but you know they're not just donating a dollar it's it's also the person receiving it it, the financial but it feels like a thousand rays of support and i think that's amazing you build a relationship with your customers and you you say you like to uh email back your customers that purchase this is a way you can stay directly connected with them and they feel that that energy and that motion coming through it's like wow she she did this, and then you see what they're doing, and say, "Hey, great! This is how you can add on. Come by, and you can set up that that space to have that communication." So, that's how like look and uh, help folks. Yeah, I remember when I was going to start the law firm. My mother was like, "Are you kidding?" <laughs> <laughs> she was also so like, "We don't have any money to borrow. No, we can't borrow anything from us." But fortunately, Elizabeth. <laughs> Thought better of it, and uh, I followed her advice. I figured we could eat beans for a while. I don't want people to eat beans. But it just goes to show the support is so important, Important. right? Right. And, uh, you know, the entrepreneurial journey has its ups and downs, and it's kind of nice when you're out there and you can share some of your stories with other people, and they can shore you up a little bit and show you some support, maybe throw you an extra donation or two to keep you going. So... Nova, how many people do you have now? Right now we're building. That's the challenge. Um, I think what's key here is my competitor is Patreon. My competitor is Indiegogo. I'm not in the crowdsourcing family, but I'm a branch off. And the thing is, a lot of times people stay dedicated to what they know because it's Mm -hmm. coming out of Palo Alto, because it's coming out of Silicon Valley. Here it is. I'm on the ground running out of New York city that's that's unheard of nobody does that who do you know that started out of their basement or whatever in new york city nobody does so here it is what i'm trying to push forward and open people up and one key thing that we're doing here that what i do to connect with my market i have my own podcast it's called uh wprd 98.3 gcom radio so we connect with people on talking. It's the mouthpiece of lightblood.com. We talk about current events and artists and all those sort of things, but also talking about how Lightblood can bring, uh, bring across their brand to the people. What are you currently doing for marketing? Right now, it's social media. We have the GCOM radio. We get a lot of hip-hop artists, a lot of R&B artists on feature their songs on there. We promote through Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and we do have a great following of folks over there. So uh, that's what we do for marketing so, as far as that goes. It's lifeblood.com, but it's spelled L Y F E. 
B-L-O-O-D.com. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Nova. So you are thank listening you. to Passage to Profit on WOR 710. What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearheartLaw.com. At Gearheart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gear Heart Law on the web at G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson. Now more with Richard and Elizabeth. Passage to Profit. Well, we've come to the end of our presentations this evening, and they were all great, weren't they? Yeah, we had really great people on the show tonight. It was kind of fun. <laughs> really <laughs> I, fun. <laughs> I had a blast. And remember, everyone, to go to the Passage to Profit page at GearheartLaw.com, G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W, and vote for your favorite project. To summarize, we had Lisa Jadis with Young Living Essential Oils and Other Products, www.myyl.com slash Lisa Jadis. Then we had Giles Meredith Jones, who pitched Brilliant Buds, wireless earbuds that you can hide in your clothes to keep them for when you need them. www.brilliantbuds.co, not .com, .co. And finally, Nova Phoenix, who pitched Lifeblood, L-Y-F-E-B-L-O-O-W.com, the site dedicated to everyone helping everyone reach their dreams. Now, I know the choice is difficult, but Google Passage to Profit and make your choice. And remember, you can only vote once, and you have until next Sunday at 8 p.m. to vote. This evening's pitch contestants will receive a Passage to Profit t-shirt, and the best overall vote getter will receive an Amazon gift card valued at $25. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What can you buy on Amazon? Smart Sips Coffee. Smart Sips Coffee. There you go. Yeah, you're required to spend it on Smart Sips Coffee. So So, before we sign off, I'd like to say thanks to everyone who participated today. I just love hearing these pitches each week. And, you know, every single thing that we buy now started off where these people are all starting off from their brain power. That's what I love about being in the entrepreneurial space. We feel like we're looking into the future, with the products that are going to be around in a couple of years. I want to say thanks to our guest, Laura Nicola, who took us over the top in so many ways. Lara's website is www.smartsipscoffee.com. And we would like to thank our media maven, Kenya Gibson, our producer, Noah Fleischman, Rob the Engineer, and the whole iHeart team. Don't forget to join us next week for another excellent speaker and another round of pitches. And you can start thinking about what your pitch will be. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart on iHeartRadio with Passage to Profit. WOR 710, the voice of New York. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. 
To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.